So good evening, everyone. I want to say a few words tonight about um, becoming attached to non-attachment. Um, as we all know from our own practice, our own experience, and what is a fundamental aspect of Dharma psychology is that attachment leads to um, suffering. The things of the world are all transient and empty, and if we cling to them, um, try to possess them, um, they will slip through our fingers in time, and um, and there will be pain in trying to hold on to things or reject things that we don't like. But what if we make non-attachment something that's an idea or some kind of ideal that we're trying to hold on to? Um, I'll give you some examples of it. Many years ago, uh, when Zen first started off in Australia, um, many of you perhaps would remember um, a very significant um, spiritual figure in the West, Krishnamurti. Mm-hmm. Um, Krishnamurti was a very um, fine teacher, but Krishnamurti's view was that um, he was kind of anti-religion and religious institutions and organisations because he was kind of saying that people get attached to it and they get attached to the dogma uh, and the, the institutional baggage, etc., etc. And he was proposing a kind of a, a spirituality that wasn't based on organised religion. Well, anyway, in the early days of, of Zen in Australia, you, you'd come across people who'd either come to the Zen centre or you'd meet them casually or socially who were followers of, of Krishnamurti. And it was so clear to everyone except perhaps themselves of how arrogant their attitude was, um, that they were somehow above attachment to religion and dogma, um, and that there was some sense of superiority that they weren't involved in it. But it was a clear case from from the outside that they were very attached to their non-attachment. Um, and, it, and even today I sometimes come across people, um, sometimes people come here or socially, who have a, a view about um, their, their meditation or their spiritual practice, um, that they don't want to belong to a group, whether it's Christian or Zen, it doesn't matter. It's not about me wanting them to belong here necessarily. But they have a view, oh, I just go, I do a bit of this and I do a bit of this and I do a bit of this and a bit of Christianity and Buddhism. But I, I, I don't want to attach to a view or, or be part of an organisation. And it's the same view coming through. Like if I don't, if I don't identify with anything, then somehow I'm above it, you know, or I'm non-attached. But in many ways, it's very, very clearly a case of um, being attached to non-attachment. There is. I've told this story many times, but it makes me laugh every time I hear it. Of a, of a hermit, you know, who practised for many years and came to the teacher, Joshu, and said to Joshu, um, I've thrown everything away. In other words, I've become really completely non-attached. Um, how, do you, how do you see me? Mm-hmm. And Joshu said, throw that away. <laughs> how easily, do you know, how easily we, 
we practice something only to be sort of caught in, in the same problem. Mm -hmm. It's a bit like, um, it's a bit like relationships, you know, you could be um, someone who had, you know, many, many different relationships, like romantic relationships, might consider that they're practising non-attachment, right? But the real challenge would be, would be in, to commit, be in a committed relationship and be non-attached. That would be the real challenge. Because to be attached, yet non-attached, would be to, to make an investment in a person, you know, or in a, a life together or whatever, and you're not attached to making them have to make you feel good all the time, you know, or you're clinging to them or you're dependent on them, excessively dependent, or not even cutting off from them, you know, it would be about um, <clears throat> a genuine sense of loving that person as they are, um, rather than, you know, being rigid and making demands in some kind of way. And so, yes, it, would, it could appear like if you just had many different relationships that you're dealing with your attachment issues. Um, but it's not often until you're actually um, invested in something in a healthy kind of way, like a healthy attachment, um, that the challenge is there. I've seen, I've seen many people um, over the years, I've been a, a, a Dharma practitioner and teacher, uh, people who um, sometimes they've been monks or nuns, sometimes not necessarily, but they've been, they haven't been in a relationship and they've been going along fine in their practice, right? and they feel pretty relaxed about it and how it's going. And then, and then they, they partner up, they fall in love with someone and they start a relationship. And then all of the, all of the unresolved attachment issues come to the fore, mm. right? And um, now some purists would say, well, see, that's why you shouldn't get involved with relationships, you know. But looking at it from my perspective is that this is, you, this is your next Dharma challenge, right? If you fall in, in love with someone and you make, want to make some kind of commitment, then your challenge is to find non-attachment within that attachment, mm -hmm. which is then what in psychological terms we would maybe call a healthy attachment, you know, rather than a toxic one. Um, but that's where the real challenge of it lies. Also, another example, I remember reading one of um, Jack Cornfield's books many years ago, and Jack had been a, a monk in, um, in Southeast Asia for quite some time. It felt like he'd matured in his practice, and he came back um, to America again to live after many years of quite intense practice. And he disrobed and he, you know, um, started um, forming relationships with women. And he had a, had a, a girlfriend for a while and uh, just in the course of everyday life where she would say, well, what would you like to do tonight? Would you like to go to a Japanese restaurant or an Italian restaurant? And every time he would say, Oh, I, I don't really mind, I've got no preferences. Mm -hmm. um, or would you like to see that movie? Or I, I really don't mind, I've got no preferences. She got really annoyed with him. <laughs> huh. 
That's that, again another example who's attached to non-attachment. Oh, I just go with the flow, and I've got no attachments or whatever. But that's not that's not the real essence of non-attachment either, and living in the world. And uh, if you do koan practice long enough, you'll see like koan koans um, koans challenge just about everything that we can get stuck on in Buddhism. And uh, there, there are koans around uh, this false kind of detachment or non-attachment. Do you know those lines from um, Faith in Mind? The great way is not difficult, it just avoids picking and choosing. There's about three different koans about that point. And the responses to them are, oh, I don't mind whether we go to Japanese or Italian, that's not the point. Something clearer than that. So, I guess my point tonight is don't get attached to non-attachment. Don't set it up as an ideal or an idea that it somehow means not engaging in the world. it's easy to just flit around and not be committed either to a, a group or a practice or a religion or whatever and think that somehow that's some kind of freedom. Um, but work with commitments like with groups or relationships or whatever and see, be curious as to see what, what happens, what kind of attachments arise in that or what kind of aversions arise in that. And then those relationships, whether they're with groups or with teachers or in your own personal life, become a really great teaching, really. And there's a few different aspects of our life that we become attached to and need to cultivate true non-attachment towards. One of the obvious ones is material things. Um, And may I add, not just material things, but the status that goes with those material things. The other area of our life, as I'm focusing on now, is attachment in um, unhealthy attachment in relationships. And the other area that we get caught up in is attachment to thoughts and thinking, you know, and getting attached to my views better than yours, or this is right and this is wrong, and um, being fixated on things. And when we become attached to thoughts, well, it causes, can cause so much harm in the world um, that we see on the news every day when people become very fundamentalist in their, in, in their, their approaches to things. Um, so keep that in, in mind, you know. The, the being attached to material things is the far more obvious one. And I think actually, personally, from my experience, it's the easiest one to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that dealing with attachment unhealthy attachment in relationships and dealing with unhealthy attachment to views and thoughts are the, are the ones which are far more challenging to deal with.